0: Everybody and welcome back to the 15th episode of the stick and Puck podcast where today we'll be talking about some playoff action obviously playoffs are, have started and some have ended uh, and i'm joined as always by jack jack say what's up to the people
1: what's up to the people
0: and jack i think it's only fair and fitting that we start Um, with the Boston Bruins series, um, what has been your takeaways so far?
1: So I'm just going to go game by game. We'll start with game one, pretty evenly matched game. Boston played a little bit better. and Boston won the game. Game two, still on home ice in Boston, Florida played really well, dominated the game and won. And then, we, and then we go down to beautiful Sunrise, Florida, where the building is half full with Bruins fans and the Bruins take games three and game, games, three and four, including back trying to drop the gloves with Lena Olmark and then hiding behind the raft. Uh, and then we, so then we go, we go back to Boston with the three one lead with all the momentum, get way more shots on goal than Florida but we made Sergei Bobrovsky look like vintage Dominic Hasek. And then, so it was 3-3 three, three going to overtime. And then Lena Zolmerk did the classic, if you're a goaltender, tend the goal. Went out, played the puck behind his own net, turned it over, and Florida scored. And now, just like the Celtics, we have to go back down south. Although this time I don't think we moved to Janet Jackson concert,
0: so that's positive. Yeah, I think it, admittedly it's been hard for me to watch the playoffs um so far because of the Penguins being out and then also I have work. So the only game of the series that I did watch that I have watched was the game where you guys got absolutely housed like 6 to 3 on on home ice. That's, I the, only, that's the that's the only game of the series that I watched and just I think if I'm you, I'm kind of in panic mode if a game seven is forced. Just just a little bit, just a little bit.
1: Oh, there is absolutely
0: panic if a game seven is
1: forced. And I don't know the status of this, but both Linus Solorz and Charlie McAvoy didn't take the morning skate this morning.
0: Yeah, I, I, it's just a lot of a lot of injuries, and then I also want to touch upon the the Olmark play. The, I mean. I mean, I guess it's, like, the right play to make there. Like, you go out of your net and go and get that. And, like, I was watching it on video, and, like, the puck takes a weird bounce. Like, right before it gets to old Mark's stick, it takes, like, the weirdest bounce.
1: Yeah. I mean, right when he went out of his goal, I knew, uh oh, this game's over. I just – right when he went out, I knew that he was going to fuck it up and Florida was going to score.
0: Yeah. But you're I mean, right.
1: There was kind of a weird bounce there.
0: I mean, he still had, like, he still had, like, time to make a smart play. And he, like, looks up after he gets the puck on his stick, sees the Florida defender right there, and he's like, and he still shoves it that way. I'm like, what are you doing? He's right there. What are you doing? So, I honestly, I don't know. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if if this goes the distance.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be either. I I had Boston and six originally. I I would not be surprised by tonight's game going either way tonight.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I guess if like you, are, if you are Boston, th- this first round is also concerning because if we're having this much trouble with the Florida Panthers, how much trouble are we going to have against Tampa or Toronto, who have been, been playing pretty good hockey? Uh, in the series that they have going on
1: yeah we're gonna talk
0: about that series in a second but
1: it's it's very worrying for boston yeah like game, game one we played okay and we played better than florida
0: mm-hmm.
1: if we played like we played against game one we would have gotten housed to three by either of the two teams right in the second round so even if we, we come out, we absolutely destroy Florida tonight. There's still a little bit of lingering worry
0: going into round two. Yeah, I, I just think, like, at this stage, like, if, ideally, if you're Boston, you wanted this series to end in five. Like, yeah. to have any sort of, like, oh, yeah, we can totally beat a Tampa, we can totally beat a Toronto, but like, Right now, I'm just, especially if it goes seven. I mean, even if you win in seven, I'd still be nervous as hell for the next series.
1: Oh, I'm nervous as hell, even if we win tonight.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I mean, I knew any of the 16 teams that you played in this, eh, maybe except Winnipeg, but 15 of the 16 teams you could play would be trouble. I and just that's definitely proving the case.
0: I just think like. It's it's just so weird. I mean, we'll talk about it later, but it's just, it's surprising to me that that both the Islanders and the Panthers have put up a fight, considering how bad they were d- down the stretch uh, by the end of the regular season. Like, all of us, the Penguins, the Islanders, the Panthers, we're all just like, who who wants it? But, like, we were all just losing. We were all I like, mean, nah, you can have it.
1: I mean florida did go six one and one in their last eight but but they needed pittsburgh to lose at columbus and chicago to make the playoffs sorry to remind you about that but Mm. Mm. god damn it all right next up we got tampa and toronto 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 has a 3-1 lead and is currently shitting themselves after losing game five, I believe.
0: No, yeah, 3-2 lead.
1: Well, they had a 3-1 lead and yeah, they, they lost. Lead, yeah. And then they lost last night. And now yeah. Toronto fans are not very calm.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, with the with the penguins being out, uh Toronto is kind of like my my adopted team. Uh uh, they look dominant. Um, outside of outside of Game One and Game Two, um, I don't know. I mean, no, they looked dominant in Game Two. I meant I meant Game Three. I don't know how they snuck out of Tampa, Game Three with a win, and, and Game Four for that matter. Both of those games, how I don't know how they managed to pull that out, but but they did. Um, but I mean, I think with the loss last night, a lot of Maple Leaf fans are probably going. Here we go again. Yeah. Because I I don't see how they go into Tampa and win a third in Tampa. I I don't I in my opinion, I I don't see them sweeping the series in Tampa like going in and getting all three wins in Tampa. I don't see that happening. Yeah, I mean,
1: you just you can't play like you played games 3 and 4 again. When it Going down 4-1 and coming back in the last 10 minutes is not a sustainable strategy against an AHL team, let alone Tampa.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um if if Toronto wants to win tomorrow night, they have to start early. They have to get the first goal, maybe even the first two. Mm-hmm. Start on the right foot, get Pucks in deep, get some shots on Vasilevsky, who played really well last night, but he's mm-hmm. been shaky early on. Mm-hmm. If the, if they can do that, I can definitely see them winning in six and taking the series. But they have to they have to start on time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I actually have that in my notes. That goaltending has been an absolute an absolute non factor in this series. Like both goalies have, have not exactly played great. Yeah. Did you see that? I think it was
1: the second goal Samsonov let in last night.
0: No, I didn't. Oh.
1: It it basically it was going across the crease, and if he didn't touch it, it wouldn't have gone in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it hit like the the um, underneath his left leg blocker and went in. All
0: right, yeah, I think I might I think I might have seen that, but I mean it's just like Samsonov and Murray and Shelgren or whatever the least like goalies are. Like I just you kind of have to win in spite of them. And then I thought that Vasilevsky was going to play much better than he has been playing. I mean last night he did pl- he did play well, but. I don't know if if you're Toronto if you're Toronto you have to win tomorrow. I think it's you cannot you cannot go back to you cannot go back Toronto. You cannot go back to Toronto for a game seven because if history serves it is indicative of what's going to happen. They are going to lose that game seven in Toronto because they just I I just don't I just don't get it. The Leafs can can never close out a series and just can't. For the life of them, they can't close it out.
1: 0-11 their last 11, 11
0: ser- potential series clenching games. And and last night, they get... Last night I, I'm not 100% sure again because I was at work. They got the first goal in the game last night, I believe.
1: i trying to remember because I did watch the game. Yeah, Morgan Riley scored first.
0: Yeah, they got the first goal and it was, it was three to two. It was three to two. They ended up losing four to two because it was an empty net. So the game was closer than the score indicates, but
1: but even Tampa was up three, one Austin Matthews scored three and a half minutes left.
0: I know that it was, I know that it was an, I know that it was like you pull your goalie and you score with the extra attacker. I know that, but it's just like, I mean, it's just some sort of fight, I guess, but like if you're, Toronto in my opinion there's there's no excuse there's no excuse for losing that game you have the upper hand you just won 2 in Tampa now you can come you can close it out make a statement on home ice and and you like lay a dud like i just don't i don't get it
1: yeah and and this is the difference between Boston and Toronto and their situations mm-hmm. Boston yeah they they lost they did lose in 7 last year but that was to a good Carolina team who does very well at home. And then the year before the year before that they won a series. The year before that in the bubble they won a series. The year before that they went to a cup final. There is not worry in Boston about blowing a 3-1 lead. Mm-hmm. Right when Toronto won game four, Toronto fans still didn't think that they were going to win. Yeah. I don't yeah. after losing game five, I don't know if the Toronto locker
0: room thinks they're going to win. I just uh, that loss because you you go you go into Tampa game three in Tampa you get the win sure you shouldn't have gotten that win but you you somehow managed to find find a win the next game in Tampa you come down you come back from four like I was it four nothing down four one down four one you come back from four one down and. You, and you win that game. You win it in overtime. That should have not only catapulted you and gave you enough momentum to win back in Toronto. The, the Lightning were out of the series. That was the that was the game right there. That was the game that should have. I just to to go from the probably one of the best wins of the season for Toronto, and then to go back to Toronto and lay a dud like that. Like I've already said. I'm pretty sure a lot of Toronto fans thought, you know, Toronto was going to finally get over the hump. They were finally going to get it done that night, and they just didn't.
1: Yeah. I. Last point on this, and then we can move on. But like after the th- after game four, it really felt different. It really felt like Toronto was finally going to get over the hump. But after last night, I'm just not so sure.
0: Yeah, and I I don't I just I don't get it, and then. Um, Michael Bunting. That that happened game one. That was right? game His, one. That was he game got a three-game right? suspension. Yeah, two, so he, three and was four, he ba- and then was he back last night? No, Sheldon Keefe
1: decided to just not
0: make they any changes, which I kind, which I kind of get. Use the healthy he'll, scratch, I guess.
1: Yeah, he'll he'll draw it tomorrow night.
0: I just yeah. like. I mean, if you if you're Michael Bunting, I mean, I don't get it. I mean, if you're Michael Bunting, I don't. I don't see how Mike – I don't see how you can play Bunting. Like, I mean, maybe he should have played Bunting last night because that he, he kind of adds that kind of grit. He kind of adds that spark. He could have – he could have played yeah. him.
1: I just feel like you win three games, you don't mess with the lineup.
0: Yeah, I guess. But and like, now I can
1: see him coming in to try to give them that spark.
0: But, like, it wasn't like – but – like if you win three games, right? But if you win three games in convincing fashion, then that makes sense. But you didn't. You won. You won in Tampa. The the first game in Tampa, game three, you won that in spite of yourselves. You bear. You didn't deserve to win that game. And then you also won game four because Tampa choked. So like, mm-hmm. I I don't get not putting punching in the lineup because you're not I, I didn't think they won because of their line like if they had won if they had one in convincing fashion all three of those games and I get not mixing up the lineup but
1: yeah i no, mean i think you, i think you can go either way yeah
0: all right
1: the islanders in carolina after four games carolina up 3-1 looked really in control of that series and then the islanders pulled out a really important win 3-2 on Tuesday night. Just for, yeah. for for me for the Islanders, they have the defensive ability. I just
0: don't trust them to be able to put the puck in the net. Uh, yeah, I and this has always been the issue with the Islanders, right? Is that they get good goaltending, but they, they'll beat you, but they'll beat you like like one to nothing, they'll beat you like 2 to 1. They they they, they don't win off of their offensive production and i mean they had they did win a game five to one so i mean i think two of those were empty netters i mean there is an ability to there is an ability to put the puck in the net i mean even even if two of them were empty netters that's still up three to one so i mean i i just if you're carolina i think I'm more worried if I'm Carolina than than the Islanders because the Islanders I didn't think we are going to be even in this series. I thought Carolina was going to put them away in four. But yeah.
1: and after the win on Sunday, I really thought, okay, game 5 back in Raleigh, that was going to be it.
0: Yeah, and like once you go up 3-1, you're like, yeah, this is we this is easy mode. And I think that's what the Carolina and I think that's what the Hurricanes thought. They're like, all right, we're we're in 3-1, let's put this shit in cruise. Like, I I don't I don't know. They kind of Took their foot off the gas, or kind of thought that the Islanders wouldn't like fight back. I mean, they're they're a scrappy bunch, you know. And yeah. the goal, the goal has been pretty well, but yeah, I don't trust them to put the puck in the net. And I'm particularly talking about your marquee deadline acquisition, Bo Horvat, who only has one goal. Like, you need some fucking production, bro. Uh, uh, we didn't get, we didn't, we didn't make this deadline deal and then sign you to this one thing so you could do nothing in the playoffs
1: yeah and then you also you have some scoring talent on that team you mentioned Horvat Matt Barzell being on that team who should have been picked by the Boston Bruins in 2015 Mm -hmm. but we'll ignore that (laughs) um but you have you have scoring talent it's just that the identity of this team is in team defense, four-check, goal thing. And they yeah. just have an inability to score.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking down – I'm just looking on hockey reference now. I'm just looking down the line here. Brock Nelson, two goals. Kyle primary two goals. And Matt Barzell also has two goals. And the, and the rest either have one or, or zero. And I just – I. I don't know why some of these players don't have like anything. I don't Parise doesn't have anything. He doesn't have a goal or an assist. And he's played five games. I mean, something's gotta give. I mean, you have you have talent on this lineup. I don't understand why you can't put the puck in the back of the net. Hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean that's all the series comes down to. I think I think first team to three goals wins
0: tonight. I, I hope to God for Carolina's sake that they, that they put it away tonight, but I just think that, I mean, they have to put it away. I mean, they have to put it away tonight. It's the Islanders. Yeah. I mean, it,
1: Long Island is a tough place to play, but yeah, I just, you you just feel like it has to be tonight or else a game seven against a staunch defensive team like the Islanders is just a recipe for disaster.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, again, it's just another one of those series where if you're the Hurricanes, you kind of wanted to, you kind of just wanted to go in and get it done fast and get it over with so you could rest up and face your next opponent. That's what everyone thought you were going to do when you you went up three to one. And then no, I, and if you're the Islanders, if you're the Islanders and you really want to make a statement, you need to just have anyone step up and and take the reins have someone step up have some sort of line production because it's just I, I, i don't know i mean the islanders really need to get get going offensively if they want to win this series yeah
1: all right next we have the devils and the rangers rangers go into the rock get the first two games both five to one i'm like oh this series is over and then, and then the Rangers blow both games at MSG, and then the Devils win. And then the Devils win four nothing in Game Five. I I really don't know what to expect tomorrow night.
0: I mean, I'll give credit where credit is due. I thought the Devils were just going to lie down and play dead when they went into MSG for Game Three and Game Four, and. They not only they not only didn't go in and play dead. They won. They won both of those games, and then they go back. They go back to New Jersey last night. Get a a statement win. They not they they shut out the Rangers. I, it was like four nothing. I think. And yeah. I mean, if you're the Rangers, bro, like heads are gonna roll if you lose. If you lose this series, I mean. Complete and utter, like, just, I would just blow it up, honestly, like, I wouldn't, like, blow it up completely, but you need to figure out some sort of, like, reason as to why Mika Zabanajad and (sighs) Artemi Panarin are just ghosts in this series, and, like, you make all these deadline acquisitions, and you can't get over the hump. Like, it doesn't make sense to me.
1: Also, we talk about credit where credit is due. Akira Schmidt coming in in Game Three, starting Game 3 and zero, a nine seven six save percentage, only allowed two goals in the three games as a rookie.
0: Yeah, Incredi- I mean, incredible
1: stuff for him.
0: And like, talk about a gutsy decision to put him in, to put him in, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, let's throw in the AHL goalie that's never played a game of... Let's let's throw in the AHL AHL goalie who's never played a regular season game. Let's just toss him in there. It's just like, okay. (laughs) But, like, I don't know if this is, like, a... I don't know if this is, like, a... Like, just a situation where it's just, like, the Rangers need to figure him out or if, like, he's actually good. Yeah. I Uh, I feel that. Because, like, it's, like the Penguins Rangers series last year and you know when the Smith and Jari were both hurt and we put in Deming game one or we put him in and it wasn't game one. It was closer towards the end there. And he goes was, in and you win. and we're like Deming is the goat. And spicy then,
1: pork and broccoli for the win.
0: <laughs> I know and then we put him in and they're like, we're like Deming is the best. And then he goes in and gets um shelled in the rest of the series. I'm like, oh He's an AHL goalie. They just needed to figure out how to score on him. So maybe the Rangers need to do that, but uh, I don't know. 4 to nothing is pretty dominant. I mean, you go back to MSG, but it's just another one of those things, again, you know, where it's the same thing with the Toronto series that I was saying. I don't see how the Devils can get all three games in MSG. I just – I don't see how that happens.
1: I mean, there could be a somewhat sizable contingent of Devils fans in there tomorrow night, but even still, it, MSG's a tough place to play.
0: MSG's a very tough place to play. Yeah. Oh. You
1: know what else is a tough place to play? The whiteout in Winnipeg, but Vegas handled that pretty good. Mm. Took down the Jets in five, only team to win a series in either four or five.
0: Yeah, so um, for me, there isn't a whole lot to be said that hasn't been said already about this series. Uh, Just the Knights completely outmatched the Jets. And, I mean, if you're the Knights, and if you're a Knights fan, and honestly, if you're a Jets fan, you kind of expected that to happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Knights are a far superior team. The Jets pretty much is a buck, and then that's it. Like, yeah. like not really any sort of support staff around him. And if you're the Knights, I mean, this is something that you needed to do. You needed to come in, all right, with all your firepower that you had at your disposal and just wipe the floor with an inferior opponent.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, this was pretty much expected for Vegas. Did you see Rick Bonus? His press Yeah, after yeah game. he came in.
0: Yeah, he came in. He's like, All right, we're gonna make this short and sweet. And then he was like, I'm disgusted, or something like that. I did I did watch it, but I don't remember like verbatim what he said, but yeah. I do like that was like, Went under, like I'm yeah. disgusted. Went under a minute and then left. Yeah, I mean I mean if you're the Jets, like is that like Rick bonus? You think Rick bonus is gonna be axed?
1: I don't I mean, think so. I mean, they held on to Paul Maurice
0: for what eight years? Yeah, I guess, something and, ridiculous. I guess and he, Paul Maurice wasn't fired, right? Like he's just like I want to leave. He left. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe that'll just happen. Like Rick Bonus will be like, "Fuck this shit. Winnipeg sucks ass." Like Barry Trots, bro. Not even he wanted to go to Winnipeg. No one wants to go to Winnipeg. Why? Why would you
1: ever want to go to Winnipeg?
0: I don't know. It just seems like a. I mean, honestly, I really do like. Like I really like turning on the TV and watching a home playoff game. Yes. In Winnipeg because it's cool to see everybody in white and it's a cool, it's a cool atmosphere. But like, <laughs> like so, I mean, I just I don't know. I mean, if you're Winnipeg, I don't know what you need to do that can get you over the hump, get you back to playing more impressive, playing like. How oh, you played when you were competing for the ECF just a couple years ago. I don't know what happened since then.
1: I mean, I've heard some things out of Winnipeg that they want to just blow it up and rebuild.
0: But, but like, I don't know. I don't know if you, like, go into rebuild mode. I mean, I still think you're a, I mean, you're a playoff. You were a playoff team this year. Do you tank it? Do you just completely blow it up after you've made the playoffs?
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I think you have some pieces that you can work around. With Wheeler I th- Shifley,
0: I think you trade. I think you can trade and get some good pieces for, like, if for a Shifley or for a Wheeler. But mm-hmm. I don't know the likelihood that they trade those players, considering they're kind of cornerstones of the franchise. Yeah.
1: All right, and then we have the Oilers and the Kings. The Will Ferrell face paint and the response face paint has really been the story of this series um yeah what what have you seen from
0: this yeah so for me this is the series that i've watched the most of because when i've had work i've been able to come home and since it's like a 10 p.m game i get off work at like 11 ish i get back around 12 i'll be able to watch the last period and a half or so of the game so the series to me has been interesting uh game one was was entertaining and I just think f- for right now, though, I mean Edmonton. Edmonton had a had a statement win. I forget. I forget that wasn't was it last night they played right? It was Tuesday, it was like, and they don't play again until tomorrow. Yeah, and it, was, it was like six to two or something like that. Six three. Yeah, six to th- yeah. yeah. Okay. Although
1: that's yeah. just that's just because when you have the Lakers and the Clippers in one building, both playing first rounds, then you're gonna have some weird schedules
0: yeah so the the series like i said has been interesting outside of that game i think it's been right now though it's been like two teams like being like oh i can lose more embarrassingly than you can lose pretty much and yeah. i mean <laughs> because I, I don't i don't know off the top of my head but i'm pretty sure both of them have traded like blowing multi-goal leads i i'm like 90% sure that both the Kings and Oilers have both blown multi goal leads and then lost in overtime. If I'm not, if I'm not, mistaken. that's yeah, I don't remember
1: exactly. That seems right. Game three, yeah. do you think that was played by a high stick? Do you see that? I
0: think I, yeah, I was watching that game. I did think it was, I did think it was played by a high stick, but was weren't they looking at weren't they looking at like if someone touched it afterwards like they were like oh if if a player on edmonton touched it after he touched it then then the play wouldn't be dead i mean, I mean
1: it's, after the review they said it was just because they couldn't conclusively determine whether it was
0: hit by the stick i mean yeah i, I the replay the replay it's it's hard to tell on the replay but I thought it was played by a high
1: stick. yeah I thought it I thought it was played by a high stick too but I can get saying it wasn't conclusive
0: yeah I mean like you couldn't tell like the puck may have moved but like it again it wasn't conclusive enough for me to be like oh it moved because his stick hit it or it was just mm-hmm. like that's how it moved in the air so I don't know. I really hope for the Oilers' sake and McDavid's sake that they win the series because if they don't win the series, I think it'll be another long offseason at Edmonton. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: All right. Next we, next we have probably oh, the...
0: One thing. I saw this person. I forget what... I forget who tweeted it, but it was like McDavid and Dryside are the best duo in hockey. I said, that is stupid. That's, a, that's so stupid uh, because... Malkin and Crosby have have three Stanley Cups, and McDavid and Drysaddle have zero. And I thought so I was dumb. <laughs> I don't like that.
1: All right, I'm not going to argue with you on that. I disagree, but I'm not going to argue with you on that. Um. Um. And then the biggest surprise so far of these playoffs: Seattle taking a three-two lead over Colorado with the chance to close it out at home. I, I'm sure sh- I had Colorado sweeping. I'm shocked Seattle's been this good.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't think I didn't think Colorado was gonna sweep because I think Seattle has been playing kind of scrappy hockey. They've been playing really good. But I had <laughs> I thought it was gonna be a five five game series maximum. Mm-hmm. Uh but like Seattle has really come out and kind of put the pedal to the metal and for They've also kind of been like pretty good at like putting the puck in the net. I didn't think they were gonna be great at putting the puck in the net either, but they have been. So I think you you asked in in the outline if if Colorado loses, is it is it embarrassing? I would say not really. I would say I'd be more upset if. Like if Colorado hadn't won the cup last year, I think this is yeah. like a real. If this is like a real. If Colorado hadn't won the cup that last year, then I think you're looking in the mirror and being like, "What the hell?" But if, if you if you lose, if you lose this series, like you're still like, "What the hell?" Like we were supposed to like win this series handedly, but uh, I'm not as mad at it if because they won the cup. I'm yeah, it's definitely. It's I mean, hard to, it's hard to repeat. Yeah, it's,
1: I think we take for granted what Tampa's done these last few years. Yeah. Where at this point they've basically played another season of hockey on top of the three that they mm-hmm. played. I mean, I still think Colorado has played well in Seattle. I mean, they won game three and then took it to overtime in game four, couldn't get it done, but. I was really surprised watching that game Wednesday night, how well Seattle was playing against Colorado.
0: Yeah, I forget. I forget when they played last, but I did watch the game where they where they took the three two series lead, and it, like it didn't even, it wasn't even close. Like Seattle was just absolutely outplaying them in every yeah. level and every was... facet of the game. And I was like, yeah, that was that was Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. I was... mean, I. It's like, what
1: the hell, bro? Colorado has to show up in a big way tonight. Not, and I don't even think only just win. I think they have to win pretty convincingly to give themselves some momentum going back to Denver.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think if you're Colorado, you're kind of on the ropes right now. You're, you're nervous. But like, this is a team that's won a cup. So it's a team that's gone through adversity before. So I, I don't, um, uh, I could see them I could see them go I could see them winning the series in seven, but there's also a little sliver of me that'd be like, oh yeah, I think Seattle could definitely win tonight because mm-hmm. like Seattle right now has all the momentum. no yeah. one thought you were gonna be here. you're back at home i I just uh, I think I think it's a good I think it's a good opportunity for them and oh definitely I I this is the team out of the West that I am currently rooting for. Because they have so many former Penguins and I was unaware of how many former Penguins they actually had. I knew they had Taniv, I knew they had McCann, no clue they had Alexiak, who played who was on the Penguins for like a cup of coffee, but still. And Justin Schultz. I had no clue they had Justin Schultz. I had no clue Justin Schultz was still in the league.
1: Yeah, yes. Jamie Alexiak, Penguins
0: legend. The big rig, Jamie Alexiak. Yeah. Penguins right. legend.
1: And then when you look at the stars in the wild, I almost favor Seattle in a potential second round series.
0: Yeah, I just again this series is also I I forget I I watched the game I watched the game that went into I think one of the games went into overtime I watched that game game one did yeah game one went into overtime I watched that game and then again because of work and all that fun stuff like I haven't been able to watch or keep my eye on that series. A lot, and then another another thing about like playoff hockey when like you're not like when your team's not in it, you're kind of just watching a game if it's close. You want to see a close game, and if I if like a team goes up three to one, I'm like, uh, do I really want to watch like this or like four one? I'm like, nah, uh, do I really want to watch this? So I mean, and then NBA playoffs have also been, and this is just a complete NBA playoffs have been pretty good this season. So I think. I've also been tuning in to NBA playoffs, but yes, listen
1: to our other selection of podcasts <sighs> to hear the NBA playoffs.
0: Yeah, you don't want to hear NBA analysis from me, someone who does not watch the NBA. Um, I think this, I think this series also has the potential to go the go the distance.
1: Yeah, I mean Minnesota back at home is always a tough out. And then one more thing on the NBA. My one piece of NBA analysis is that apparently Janet Jackson is better than Trey Young. That's, that's all I'm going to say.
0: The Dumba hit. What do you think of the Dumba hit? I,
1: so here's what I think. I think that, I think that it should have been two. I think that suspending bunting for three games and not giving this anything is a bad move. I also think that if you consider there was there was a bad hit in the Toronto game last night
0: mm-hmm.
1: that oh it was um it was Pat Maruno Mark Giordano right that got two minutes that absolutely should not have gotten two minutes I'm not mm-hmm. I'm asking for consistency I'm not asking for everything to be cracked down super hard because I know that's not going to happen. I just want something that's two minutes in one series to be two minutes in another series.
0: Yeah, i'll I'll get I'll get to my thoughts, but I just want to add I just want to add this real quick. Outside of Game One and Game Four, like the games have been blowouts. Yeah, <laughs> Stars win seven to three. Wild win five to one. Stars win four to nothing. What has happened? And as far as like the Dumba hit goes, like I, I initially watched that and I was like, Oh, that's dirty. That should be that should be a suspension. That should be a, you know. And then I saw a lot of people being like, Oh, it's it's clean by the letter of the law. And when I started looking into it, I was like, Okay, this is a clean hit by the letter of the law. But if it's clean by the letter of the law, then the letter of law the, the letter of the law needs to be fucking changed. Yeah. because I didn't like f-
1: for one, I didn't think the puck was in the area, but I can get why
0: some people would like, like Pavelski. Pavelski gets rid of the puck, and he is not—he is not one looking at Dumba, and two, he is not expecting to get hit because he shouldn't be expecting to get hit. And I think Dumba knows that Pavelski's not. Pavelski, Dumba knows that Pavelski's not looking to get hit, and. Dumba only has one mission and that is the clean Pavelski's clock. And that's exactly what he did. He, there was no sort of like, Oh, Dumba was doing this as a hockey play. He was finishing a check, which is what a lot of people were saying. I was like, he doesn't start his check until Pavelski lets go of the puck. Yeah. He's not finishing the check. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think like I said, Dumba's intent is just to absolutely deck the shit out of Pavelski in that in that play. I think his only intent was to. I'm not going to go as far as to say his intent was to hurt Pavelski, but his only intent there was was not anything hockey related. His only intent was to absolutely ring Pavelski's bell, and I think that. You need to have some sort of discipline on that play.
1: Yeah. There was no – like, what advantage does it give to the Wild in that situation except for, oh, we started shit?
0: I, I just I, – I don't get it. I mean, like I said, Pavelski is not prepared to get hit. Thumba knows Pavelski is not prepared to get hit. That's why he hits him. And It's just unnecessary. There's no, there's no reason to hit Pavelski in that situation. Yeah, I mean, I just, yeah,
1: there's not nothing really I have to add there.
0: Yeah, I mean, and then after that game, and after the after that game, you're like, oh, let's go the series. There's gonna be a lot of fireworks, and I'm like, eh, it's kind of cooled off since then, considering that the games haven't been close.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with that.
0: Yeah. All right. Anything else you
1: have to add about the first round so far?
0: No, I mean, we pretty much, I think we covered, we covered most of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anything you want to add? Um. I mean, I just think that if the Leafs advance to the first round before the Brewers do this season, then I'm going to be really mad. That's, that's pretty much all I have to say.
0: Well, uh, with that being said, guys, there's no um, there's no game predictions this time around because we're in the playoffs, obviously. So, with that being said, that will conclude the fifteenth episode of the Stick and Puck Podcast. Thank you guys for sticking around. We'll see you in, I don't know, we'll see you when we see you again.